How we doing? Jason Rice, no lot party quick tip. Call lot party. You guys might call it lot rodeo, right? You want to stir things up on your lot. If you guys like these videos, check out YouTube channel. Um, these go right there too, 250 plus tips. They're also loaded up on the podcast, on uh, you, uh, yeah, podcasts, iTunes, and so forth. Please subscribe to any of them. Um, also, real quick, we get 20 group. We got one coming up in May. Great group. We've uh, met twice already here in Kansas, Lowe's Hotel downtown, Kansas City. Everybody loves Kansas City. If you're interested in information there, go to lotpop20.com. It's there. I am going to flip on and try to see if you guys are on Facebook here now and see if anybody's commenting there. And I want to go over stocking and uh, follow up and what you need to do in the next 45, 60 days. I have was on a clubhouse this morning and um, that was awesome. Had a great group of people on that clubhouse. Uh, every Friday, eight, eight, eight o'clock central uh, is what I would say is going to be on there. All things used cars. David Long put it together. It's awesome group, awesome meetings. And on there, talked, we talked about lead follow-up and stocking. Uh, one of the things I wanted to bring up, and I try not to make these more in about 10 minutes, so hopefully I can cut this all down, but stocking. Here, everybody's struggling. Everybody's overpaying for cars. Can't realize it's hard to uh, make any money on these. And I'm not talking telling you to go out and buy a bunch of rental rockets, late model cars. What I'm saying is maybe even if it's 30%, don't be afraid of those cars if you could just get over your front end gross profit part. And what I mean by that is, and I'm and you know, used car managers or salespeople might not like hearing this because they're a lot of times wrapped up on just front end gross profit, but that's how their pay plans are structured. But as a dealer, and to me, happy dealers, happy life type of thing, kind of like the wife thing. If your dealer's happy, you know, you guys are going to be happy. And that's uh, looking at overall profitability of these late model cars. Because we love these one-offs, uh, these late model or older trades with fifty thousand miles on it. One owner, it's eight-year-old car, and you know, ten grand cars, eight grand cars, twelve grand cars. These are great. Uh, but as you, those cars are priced uh, competitively, or if they're priced to the market, they're decently priced. You're going to get people coming out of your market area to buy those things. So I call them one-off. Um, and Awesome, Colin. Stocking is awesome. So, you know, those are one-off cars and those are great. What they call, we David Long referred to them earlier, unicorns. Uh, problem is they're hard to get. More times it's going to be trades than purchases and things like that. So you can't just keep chasing those cars because everybody's chasing them at the lane. But the problem with these one-off cars, these cheap cars, is if somebody does come from out of town, an hour or two out of town, more than likely they're going to make sure their financing is in line because they don't want to waste your time and not if they can't get approved. Two, same thing with a trade. Uh, they might not or try to sell their trade out themselves. And even if they trade something in on a 10 grand car, it's probably not very retailable. Um, but more than likely, they'll either just sell them themselves. So you don't get a trade. And it being an eight, 10 grand car, you run into possibility it could be a cash deal. So you're going to, the one off, the one place you can make gross is going to be on the front end. And um, you, they're probably not coming back for service if they're coming far away. Uh, they're not going to get a trade to make money on. And you're, um, might not get F&I if it's cheap enough and they're going to pay cash, right? So the strategy on these late models, 18, 19, 20s, obviously certified is going to be a great program. Certified is even better because of the fact they, in order to get certified warranty work done, they got to come back to the dealership. Uh, but the late model cars also uh, are going to be 15, 20, 25, 30 grand, right? So more than likely going to finance. 
uh, cars like Malibu's, Altima's, um, Focus's, Fusion's, those type of late model, easy to come by type cars. No one's traveling an hour or two to buy one of those unless you're just, you know, giving away at 85 percent to market or something. So um, more than likely you get a local buyer. If you get a local buyer, um, they're probably going to be financing because it's a little bit higher dollar stuff. If you certify it, they might take advantage of the CPO. But anyways, the give them a good service walk. They're going to come back hopefully for service and service follow-up, right? Three, four months down the road, you're following up to them and try to schedule that first oil change. Maybe get a free one. Some dealers give away uh, free oil changes for a while to get them back in the door. And if they have a trade, it's probably going to be that unicorn, that 10, 11, 12 that has, you know, 50, 80,000 that might be retailable. So when you look at what I call lot legacy of a, of a late model car, yeah, your front might not be great. Matter of fact, let's say even uh, I was pricing a car in this dealer, it's a 2018. Even if he sold it at 101%, he's losing a grand. But if you can make that grand up in F&I, boom, you're even. Now, anything from there is going to be added on. So it's an 18 Equinox. Hopefully, we got a trade we can make 15 to 2 or plus on. If I do a good service walk, I'll get them back in the service. Probably a local customer. They're probably, obviously, we get the F&I on that. And then if they do trade, I'm going to get hopefully maybe an F&I on that trade or another thing. So I'm going to make... I, I'm going to make revenue in other areas. So back to my point is with stocking right now, it's hard to stock right now, but don't be afraid of some of these late models. If you look at the overall picture, because these unicorns are going to be even harder to find in today's market. Um, and again, I'm not telling you to go out and buy a bunch of rental rock. If it's 30% of your inventory, 20% or whatever it is, just don't be afraid and run short on inventory if you have an opportunity to buy some of these, even though your gross won't be there. Make it, buy them and make it up somewhere else. And hell, even a good ref, uh, review, get the customer to give you a good review. That's like a bird dog fee. And a lot of you guys pay 100, 200 bucks for a bird dog fee. So if you can't even get F&I or something out of it, get a good review. That's worth something, right? That's like a referral. Uh Second thing I want to talk about is follow-up. One of the things with internet, what's going to happen now in the next 45, 60 days is we're probably going to pick up pretty pretty active. We might have a lot of customers, stimulus checks might come, stuff like that. And what's going to happen with your BDC, internet department, whatever you want to call them, they're going to be even salespeople, even managers. We're going to be dealing with as busy as we are, the low-hanging fruit, what's in our face, what, what customers are getting back with us, what customers are emailing us. And so those are the customers we're going to follow up with. And the, the leads you're getting now and last week and two weeks ago, um, more than likely, we might not be following up as much with, especially if they're on a fresh unit that's at 98% of market, um, they're not busting down the door to come into you. The person that's putting a lead in on your age car at 90% of market, they're the ones busting down the door, trying to get in, trying to buy the car. So we're dealing with this low-hanging fruit. And what we're going to miss, if things slow down, which typical spring season, you get a good spike in a little bit of February, but March, a little bit of April. It's usually about 15th of February to about 15th of April. And then as weather breaks, as people are going camping and soccer games and mulching the yard and doing things, and they already bought, they already got their tax return and into your bonuses, things slow down a bit. So if things start slowing down in May and June, um, the leads that you're getting right now are going to be 60-day-old leads, right? And if you didn't follow up with them now, you know, they're not going to give you a reason to do business with you in, in April and May. So faucets typically get shut off mid-April or maybe the beginning of April, maybe the end of April, depending on where you're at weather-wise. It starts getting shut off and you're wondering, what the heck? Well, it's because you dealt with all those low-hanging fruits and you weren't doing an effective enough job on the one-week-old lead that was on a 20-day-old car 
that was, you know, not given away now. And uh, what you'll have to do then is scramble and start following up with those people. And they're going to say, well, we already bought or, you know, not answer your phone. Don't know who you are because I haven't heard from you in, in 40 days. So make sure that you have the staffing not to just deal the low hanging fruit, but also follow up with the ones that take more work, especially when it comes um, sometimes on new cars. I say sometimes because right now I know there's a shortage on some cars and they're high demand and people are busting out your doors and those. And think about that. You know, right now, if there's high demand and there's certain cars you're holding out on because the supply just isn't there, those type of customers are buying quick. They're easy, a little bit easier, a low hanging fruit people. But let's say two months from now, allocation gets better. Inventory starts flowing in. You have a high, high amount of inventory now. Um, the people you didn't get a hold of 40 days ago, right? They haven't heard from you. And now all of a sudden you got inventory and you're not getting the leads because that rush may be gone and there's plenty of inventory now. So just always consistently follow up with everybody um, because um, right now you're going to get so distracted where they say, you know, the best of habits happen at the worst of time and the worst of habits happen at the best of times. This could be the best of times going into the next 45 and 60 days and we're going to get sloppy and bad habits are going to have form. And then you're going to try to We've seen that a lot of times. What happens is as we're tracking, we help dealers with inventory management. We do activities per lead. How many activities per lead? You want to sell more cars, talk to more people. So we track activities per lead, calls, emails, and how much are we reaching out to people? And what we found was the, the individually wise, the person with the lowest activities per lead was usually the best salesman. It didn't make sense. It's like, how's he selling these cars and not following up? Well, because he, he's so busy or she is so busy selling cars, they don't have time to do calls and emails. And then if they start slowing down, right, all of a sudden business is slowing down. They're like, what's going on? Think about that as your lot. As you're busy, activities per lead is going to go down. You're going to be dealing with car sales, not as many calls and emails. And then all of a sudden a week goes by and you're like, man, what the heck? Why don't we have any traffic? And you're like, everybody, get on the phone, get an email, go follow up with that person last week. And all of a sudden, your activities pick back up. And then guess what happens? Three, four, five days, days later, those appointments start showing up and you're busy again and you're busy this week. So we've seen cycles of activities per lead. We're busy one week and phone calls, emails, scheduling appointments. Then next week, that means everybody's coming in and buying and we're selling and our activities go back down. And then it goes back up again. Um, you know, the following week, as we slow down, we get the calls and emails going again and we go through this. So if you can stay consistent, and I'm talking now instead of weekly, I'm talking 45, 60 days, stay consistent. So when that 60 days is up, um, you're still selling cars. It's, what I mean by that, 45, 60 days from now, if it's slowing down, you're still selling because you've stayed consistent in your activity. You didn't let people slip through the crack. Um, looking at Colin's comment here on Facebook, work that strategy page and pass, pass appraisals and buckets you need and make sure you aren't missing out on possible trades now and inventory scarce. Exactly. Appraisal is going to be very important right now. You better be 100% on your appraisal process. Um, finalizing every appraisal, signing it to salespeople. If you bump a trade, go and bump it. Put comments in there because if you're putting comments in your appraisal, it means you're paying attention. Nice, clean trade. Need Needs tires, needs brakes, sight unseen, whatever. Um, that's another thing we track when we're helping dealers with appraisals. What percentage of your appraisals actually come in with comments? When dealers only have 10, 20% of comments, it's like your CRM. If no one's logging in calls, if no one's putting in notes, you don't know if a follow-up's happening. So if you're not putting comments on your appraisals, nice trade, one owner, you know, no work, needs body paint, needs this. If you're not putting in comments to me, that's just showing you're not paying attention to the appraisal. So get all the comments you can on it, street purchase, whatever.
track with salespeople, finalize them, bump them if you're bumping them, go back and, and put in the real number that you bumped it. But you're going to have to have as good as sales are going to happen. You're going to have to be better with your process. Like I said, good, ha bad habits have form at the worst of at the best of <laughs> Bad habits form at the best of times because we can be sloppy because we got enough business. Don't do that because it will slow down. And the dealers that stayed with their good processors are going to outperform you when it slows down and you're going to be one strangling. Thanks, Colin, for your input there. Hope this is helpful. If you like a free inventory evaluation, see what we can do to help your store, lotpop.com. Um, check out again, YouTube, subscribe. These little pop-ups should happen on YouTube to look at our previous videos or subscribe button and check them out on podcast. Have a great weekend and a strong middle month.